0: It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be
1: that bad. They say beer saved humanity a number of times uh-huh. um, because- How's that? Because the water in the Middle Actually, Ages yeah. and stuff was so- uh, Scarce. Yes, yeah, and not just scarce, but so polluted and full of literal shit and garbage that the only way to drink it, or to make it palatable, was to boil it and- ferment it and turn it into beer
0: yeah
1: was that what was the
0: world's first beer was that then yeah i i think yeah did beer start off as like a substitute for healthy water since it wasn't attainable i know And the fact that you got drunk was like a plus
1: without looking i'm gonna try and go deep into my bartender brain here and i believe beer was made by mistake in ancient egypt Uh uh-huh when they had wheat that must have gotten wet in a in a barrel and it fermented, and when they drank it, they had yeasty, bready beer. Uh-huh. And then, over hundreds of thousands and millions of years, they developed it into science. Um, but beer, as we know it, I think came from the monks in like Germany and in Europe in like the twelfth, eleventh century. I think is when when we kind of came to know pilsners and things that they are now.
0: And I think that's crazy that not only was beer created, but there were so many different subgenres, if I may, uh, of beer. You know, there's Pilsners, there's IPA, there's uh, loggers, there's stouts. And we've broken it down to a science. I just think that it's wild that there's a science to everything. Like, I I took this uh, wine class in uh, college, that's and that's really cool. wild, too. We didn't get to taste any wine, unfortunately. Oh, uh, that's lame. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, I did take a women's psychology class, and we didn't get to taste any <laughs> taste women. Taste that's <laughs> disgust Can you imagine the class? All right. Uh, this is a woman's brain. She was psychotic. Mm, My eye tasted. It tastes really salty. (laughs) Um, Just because we're on the topic, I looked it up. It looks like um, the first known, first of all, beer is the oldest prepared drink in history. It's the first Mm. alcoholic drink in history. uh, Even
0: before wine. Yeah. And it seems crazy. It seems
1: like we've been drinking it since around 8500 BC. That's, that's hard to believe. I think it's insane to- Yeah, it says there, there is evidence of beer produced by the Gobekli tribe uh, during the pre-pottery Neolithic age.
0: Wow. So pre-pottery? So before they are doing
1: pottery? So before, before they could even make pottery.
0: Before they found out that they could mold clay, let like it cu- dry. They're
1: cupping the shit in their hands and drinking this it. This
0: is wild. And I'm sure they stumbled upon it. It was just, uh, they, it fermented without them knowing and they just happened to drink it. They're like, this tastes bad, but it makes me feel lightheaded.
1: This is good. Very yeah, I, good. I had heard the story that tequila was found when the Aztecs, uh, mm-hmm. when the agave plant was struck by lightning. What And yeah, and the lightning you know vaporized the sugars and made it into this sweet liquid and when they would drink it it kind of made them feel good and strong and then uh, so were they just like waiting outside when there was like a thunderstorm and they, they figured that they could cut the leaves off and boil it themselves and kind of speed up the process
0: <laughs> Crazy how we stumble upon some things and then like once again break it down into science and now you buy it anywhere. <laughs> and now you buy it anywhere. it's just a staple of humanity. just drink alcohol, come across anyone most likely. They drink alcohol. and I do think it's interesting
1: that of a lot of the stimulants that humans put into their body, mm-hmm. how necessary alcohol is to culture and uh, social interactions. Yes. Every society in the world has a way to look at alcohol whether it's we don't even touch the stuff or it's we drink one cup at dinner with everybody if you're six years old or 60 years old we all sit around the table and drink this and we hang out and like like every culture has their way of drinking so i do think it's very interesting that 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 is because not every culture has a way of like consuming sugar or consuming Mm -hmm. caffeine or you know any other stimulant that we put into our bodies here in
0: the states it's such a norm that it's obviously it's by law that if you're over 21 then you can drink 21 and over but like, uh, I used to have uh, a Chinese neighbor, uh, shout out to George Wu once again, um, he's visited China a few times, and he would tell me about the wild shit that would happen to uh, in his uh, hometown of China. I don't know exactly his where, but there was like- His of China. <laughs> in China. Okay. Uh, his hometown, because China's just a no, town, that right? That tiny
1: town, China. <laughs> the Chinatown?
0: Um, yeah, in San Francisco. But basically when he he had a trip there and there was a beer festival going on and shit you not, he would see these six year old kids right outside of the beer festival getting fucked up from beer. And that was just normal. Like parents would like China is just a completely different place, um, culturally. And we know this.
1: Yeah, that's a different podcast. That's, that's a
0: different <laughs> podcast. I can see your your blood's kinda
1: boiling. No, in. it's it's actually The opposite, it's freezing, um, because those cold (laughs) bastards are going to rule the world. Um, Holy shit. My name is Alejandro. And
0: my name is Christian, and and welcome,
1: welcome, welcome. To another episode of ICBTB. And no, we are not just alcoholics. We are more than that.
0: We are people with feelings um, and with good skill sets.
1: And we're also talking about a movie that has to do with an alcohol magnet. Yes. Not a weird magnet that attracts
0: Booze, alcohol
1: <laughs> but a giant player of the alcohol field a man by the you, name of uh mr heineken yes uh, uh, alfred, alfred heineken, heineken. or uh, freddie heineken we, we watched a movie called kidnapping, kidnapping mr, mr. Heineken. heineken uh it's a relatively unknown film it was released in the netherlands and the united kingdom so i'm not surprised if you have never heard of it yes. but i would be surprised if you don't have netflix because it yeah. is on netflix
0: yeah and it's so it's easily accessible Go ahead, grab yourself a Heineken or a beer of any sort for that matter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Watch it while watching or drink it while watching this movie and
1: have a good fucking time. Yeah, it's a fun movie. I said to you when I saw you earlier today Yeah, that it seems to me like this is a like a college film. In ways. Yeah, it's interesting that this is, it seems like Jim Sturgis and Sam Worthington were like seniors in their college film school. And mm-hmm. they're like, uh, what if we got anthony hopkins in our film yeah can you imagine but that's not true Everybody is an established actor because this film came out in 2015 i believe
0: yeah 2015
1: uh and so yeah all these people were established actors already dude
0: um so it is not a college film yeah um if if you don't know who sam worthington is or who's the other guy jim sturgis yeah Uh, sam worthington you know him from clash of the titans and that's about it from, no, on my end.
1: Uh, well, he's in quite a bit. And Jim Sturgis, you know him from things like Twenty One or mm-hmm. Across the Universe. Yes. Um, he had a fairly, fairly fast career. Something yeah. that came up and and went away in in just a couple of years. Sam Worthington was the main guy in Avatar. That's the oh, main thing that I always think of him that's as. That's
0: right. I completely forgot about that. Anthony Hopkins. Um,
1: and Terminator Salvation.
0: Uh, oh, he was also in that. That's right. Um, Anthony Hopkins, you may know him from a small little film known as uh, Silence of the Lambs,
1: or or a little show called Westworld,
0: <laughs> or another new thing called uh, Two Popes. Is it called Two Popes or uh, The New Hope?
1: No, no
0: two. <laughs> oh, sorry, The New Pope
1: is Star Wars, Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would love to see Star Wars, like Obi Wan and Luke are just popes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, in the
0: Jedi garb that they're wearing, they already look like old school popes. I would love to see Anthony Hopkins as a Jedi. I think he, I'm surprised that he's not yet in the Star Wars franchise.
1: You know, Anthony Hopkins wrote an, um, he wrote a, what is it called? Like he wrote a, a concert piece for an orchestra. He wrote, um.
0: I'm not surprised.
1: Yeah. He looks like that. When he was like 17, he wrote it and never showed it to anybody.
0: What? At the age of 17?
1: And, the, and then there's uh, this world-famous um, conductor who had it, had it play, and they played it for Anthony Hopkins on his 70th birthday or something like that. And it's a pretty moving piece. Dude, I'm sure he must have been emotional, something that he wrote more than 50 years prior.
0: Dude, Anthony Hopkins is a classy man. A, a man of that prestige, I am not surprised if he were to arrange a classical piece. For an orchestra to perform.
1: Well, why don't we just jump right into it? We'll jump into the itty-bitty-nitty-gritty because we can talk about the film or we can keep talking about booze, which God knows we could do forever and ever.
0: Yeah, forever and ever and ever.
1: Amen. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your Catholic is showing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I thought I covered that up. Um, uh, Kidnapping Mr. Heineken is a film that is rated R. Uh, It was released in 2015 and has a runtime of one hour, 35 minutes, or 95 minutes for Melissa. 61 um, is a number that has nothing to do with anything I'm about to say. But 6.1 <laughs> is the rating that IMDb has. Good save. Thank you. Uh, 19% on Rotten Tomatoes and 33% on Metacritic. However, Christian. Hi. There are people who do enjoy this film. Blank percentage approve of this film on Google. Fill in the blanks.
0: I will fill in that blank. Wow, I feel like I'm star testing in school again.
1: Um, let's... Are you Native American, <laughs> Alaskan, Inuit? <laughs> African-American. <laughs> I don't think these Hispanic are the choices. or other.
0: Those are. Those are. Definitely other. Because I freak the fuck out when I see Asian or Pacific Islander. They I'm would, like,
1: They would send it one? back to me because they, I would mark two. You'd I, mark two? I would two? put Hispanic and other. And they'd be like, you have to pick one. And I'd be like, well, I'm both.
0: Technically, that's accurate. Yeah. Um, I'm bring, sorry, though. <laughs> it, no, it's okay. Not to distract you. It's okay. I mean, I'm probably going to get it wrong anyway. So then guess
1: now, I'll go. Oh, 75.
0: 84. Oh.
1: You were wrong. Yes, I was. Uh, Synapses coming at you. Right at you. The inside story of the planning, execution, and the aftermath of the 1983 kidnapping of the heir to the Heineken beer empire.
0: You make this sound like a,
1: a part of the 300 franchise. You know what? It could have been. <laughs> it
0: could have been.
1: I would have watched if Gerard Leonidas Butler was in this. Leonidas
0: kicked the door open and kidnapped Mr. This Heineken. This is Heineken. <laughs> oh my gosh. We should send this to Gerard Butler and he should do an ad for Heineken. Oh, that would be dope.
1: It uh, was released in 2015. Yes. Takes place in 1983. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a movie with the same storyline of the same uh, thing same event, made in 2011. Okay. Um, What's it called? Do you know? This one's one's called Kidnapping Mr. Heineken. The other one's called, I believe, (laughs) The Kidnapping of Mr. Heineken, or the Mr. (laughs) Heineken Kidnapping. It's very, very similar. Like a bad paraphrasing of the original title. (laughs) But closer to real-life events. I will say, Christian, this is a film that is based on a true story, and just like Bye Bye Man is, um, almost everything is incorrect. Then why slap that on? That's what I'm saying at the beginning. And why put the epitaph at the end? Because here's the other thing: way cooler stuff happened to some of these guys after this film happened Mm -hmm. than what happened in this film. Because apparently, this film is like an origin story of the greatest gangsters to ever grace the Netherlands. I like how they sprinkled that on at the end. At the very end, they're like, "Oh, also those two guys." Became the worst gangsters ever. They and got it's like, out
0: of jail, returned to crime, and now they're known as, quote unquote, the godfathers of
1: Netherlands. They serve an 11-year stint for for this crime in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then both of them are free, return to a life of crime, in which they become, quote unquote, the godfathers of the Netherlands. In which they are, again, arrested for extortion, contract killing, murder, and Every other gang, like gangster thing you can think of, I want. I, I can't hold this fun fact in anymore. Okay, please tell We're, me. Two main characters in this film. Do you remember what their names are, Christian? Sam Worthington
0: and oh, the characters' names. Yeah. um, you got Kor.
1: Mm-hmm, and, and you William. have Wellem. Wellem? something like that. Yeah, Wilhelm, Wilhelm, <laughs> William. However you want to pronounce it. Will something. Uh, William and Kor ended up becoming the two crime leaders in the Netherlands in 2019. Okay, Core was uh or i'm sorry william was sentenced to life in prison uh-huh for four, for four murder for four counts of murder one count of manslaughter one of those counts including the hired assassination of core
0: well, How come they didn't put oh because this was in 2015 when this movie was made so that but wasn't he was in, the murdered
1: in 2005 he was Willemois? in trial when this movie came out core was murdered in 2005 yes when this movie came out core was standing trial for that very murder Dude,
0: that's wild. Yeah, was standing
1: on trial. It is. So it, they had further so much, conflict. So much cooler stuff happened after this movie. Like, they should have just... Because uh, this movie really only took place in, like, two months. They should have done the, Godf- the Goodfellas route. Where Goodfellas is like, in the beginning, they're like, this is about a heist. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, that's just, like, part one of this movie. Uh Uh-huh. That's how this movie should be. They could have squished this down into like 30 minutes, really. And we could have gotten the same. They could have kept it an hour and a half, but then spend, give me another 30 minutes of them like getting away and being. Because there were some crazy
0: jumps in here.
1: They would be like, okay, you're going to get the money. You're going to go release Mr.
0: Heineken and we're going to rendezvous. And then next scene is literally them rendezvousing. They'd be like, did you release him? They're
1: like, nah. No. Did you get the money? Not all of it. Dude, I would be like that young guy who was too sensitive and too nice (laughs) to be a kidnapper. You would be Jim Sturgis. Wow. And I would be Sam Sam Worthington. Not even the
0: younger dude, uh, the the guy with the family that was just like, I don't have a good feeling no, about no, it. No, that's Otis. Like get, out, let's get this guy out of my shed. You that's, think that's Otis? That's
1: Otis because uh, Otis would would be like kind of a gung ho for it, like in the setup plans for it. But then once he like one hiccup, he'd freak out you Jim Sturgis because in the beginning and at the end of the film, there's these big fights. Uh-huh. And Sam Worthington is like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to fight. And Jim Sturgis is like, no, I think it's smarter if we don't fight. Let's just let them have their day and we can live to fight another day. Uh-huh. And I think that's very telling of like our viewers is like, no, mm-hmm. let's just kind of sit back and let this happen. And I'm like, fuck it, bro. Let's go guns a blazing. Dude, you're super gung ho.
0: That's right. Baddies in the beginning of this film. These guys, they have like a bankrupt company. And yeah, the they only- have a construction company. Mm-hmm. A construction company. And the only thing that they have to their name is this abandoned... not a- an abandoned building no this building that has been turned into a crack then by infested by squatters
1: yeah england has a lot of weird rules and and they um they talk about it a little bit in this one with the squatters but also in that movie the gentleman the guy Ritchie film yeah they talk about it also there's like the right to passage that they have in england where like every walking route has to be a public it doesn't matter if it's right through your fucking living room Uh if that's a, a a route that's a public you know, that's, that's wow, for public use. That is wild. Um, if, you, if you go into a building and you change the locks, they own, you own that building now, essentially. Uh, so, like, gypsies love England because they just, like... Weird rules. They, they just, just, like, wait for people to, like, go on vacation for two weeks, and then they just stay there, and then you come back from vacation. It's like, no, no, this is our house and this now. This is we, our place. We can been, squat here. We've been here for two weeks. This is legally... Our house.
0: That, what a crazy law. I would never leave my home in that case. <laughs> I would have Grubhub seven days a week. I would have postmates deliver my groceries to me twice a month so I never have to leave so that gypsies don't go into can I say that? So gypsies don't come in come into uh my place.
1: I, I don't think you're actually supposed to call them gypsies, but you know what? I will. You know, Um,
0: I only call it Gypsy, sidebar real quick, I only call it Gypsy because I heard someone say that about the the main girl from Hunchback of Notre Dame when I was a kid.
1: Well, I think, yeah, she is playing a gypsy they say that in the movie yeah and then like from russia with love james bond goes to like a gypsy hideout where they're Uh and they're literally just like yeah we're gypsies here crazy (laughs) yeah that's why i thought it was such a normal thing to say until
0: it just no longer wasn't yeah
1: Yeah. well if they wouldn't start if they weren't ripping people off all the time we wouldn't have the phrase gypped so you kind of bring (laughs) it on yourself that's where that
0: came from
1: yeah I thought that was spelled J-I-P-P-E-D. No, the idea of getting gypped out of something is like because you had an interaction with a gypsy. Oh my
0: god, I, w- I used to throw that word or ar- I still throw that word around everywhere. Hey,
1: all words hurt, Christian. <laughs> oh, you can't say the word the?
0: You can't say the word... Uh... You know
1: what the stands for?
0: It's an acronym?
1: Yeah. What? Total hate for everyone. Stop it. Continue with whatever you're going to say. Uh, this movie is about, like we said, the kidnapping of Mr. Heineken, and it is a very interesting independent film, and maybe it's not even that independent it's just european, but I loved the smallness of this film for having uh anthony hopkins and and you know these big actors Jim Sturgis and all these people who even in two thousand five were doing quite a bit of stuff, maybe not the most but doing quite a bit um this is a very like small and scale film to me oh, and yeah. I really like the intimacy of it.
0: Yeah, because, yeah, with a cast list like that, you would think that this would be like an action-packed blockbuster that would be blown out of proportion. But no, this was very, very small, intimate. Uh, One of my favorite scenes were the scenes with uh, whenever they walked into Anthony Hopkins' room where they were keeping him captive. (laughs) I would laugh, actually, a couple of times when he's like,
1: because Anthony Hopkins is kind of like. Well, you know, I'm here. Can you do you have to make it so he's so charming? Yeah, this is where I thought okay, yeah. I kind of thought this film could have been a, like a semi comedy, kind of like Pan and Gain, where they're doing like shitty things, yeah. but it's kind of funny. Um, and really didn't know where what I was getting into when I watched this film, even when I suggested it to you, didn't really know what, what we were getting into. Um, but thankfully it came out okay, yeah, um, because I really thought Anthony Hopkins was gonna kind of have a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen because he was so charming you
0: would think they'd like be like... Because that would have worked on me. I would have been yeah. like... You want bang bang chicken? Yeah, you would have
1: exactly first I, day. If we kidnap somebody, I can't let you talk to them, dude.
0: Don't even let me be a part of your posse if you're going to kidnap someone because I would give up day one. Yeah,
1: you, I would. It's I'm too be, nice. It would be tough for me to have a criminal enterprise with you. Dude, yeah, and I'm glad that we agree on this. This is why we don't play Grand Theft Auto with each other anymore. <laughs>
0: I'm too nice. I'm because like I'm, drive on the right side of the road, and, dude. And I'm
1: over here like, dude, we gotta get this cocaine to the other side of San Andreas. You made me uh hold uh stick up uh the. 7-Eleven dude now kill him
0: and yeah you're like you just told me to shoot around him I don't want to kill this guy he has a family shoot him Christian
1: shoot him in the head
0: (laughs) that's why I would be too nice in this I would have given him his bang bang chicken
1: See, I would have provided him with good books and music they did give him good books Uh, real quick although we don't know what books he's reading real quick um, me and my mom watched all of Westworld and I kept saying throughout the first couple of seasons like, I would love to go to Westworld and my mom's like why that seems like a horrible place full of like the worst kind of people and I'm like yeah only if you make it that way I would go to Westworld and just like like enjoy it i would love to be in like a fully submerged fully virtual reality real i, I, I yeah i go to the brothel and no uh,
0: well you'd be one of those
1: guys that went no, to the brothel no but i would be one of those guys who's like i want to go catch like the villain in the hills like uh-huh. i want to i want to go be a sheriff for a week and then you know like i would play it to its fullest potential in a good way like i do on red dead redemption
0: dude there's your west world right there I guess, but I, 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 I... But those guys are paying up the wooza to are. go to
1: this amusement park because... But don't you do that for Disneyland, though? Yeah, but if I've Disneyland only gone a few had, times. If Disneyland had Westworld... Yes. And this was, like, the new land that they're building.
0: 100%. I'm there. Because if I'm paying the same <laughs> amount of money to go to, like, Disneyland...
1: Right, right after Space Mountain, you go to Westworld.
0: Yes. I would I would do yes. that. I'd be like, yes. Gi- uh, <laughs> give me a cowboy hat. Uh, Give me some, um, what do you white call those ha- white little... White hat or black hat? Hmm... Um, I think I'd look better in a black hat, but I don't like the traits that it entails because I know that that's a, that's what it means. Are you gonna There's be a, a bad couple guy of characters who
1: wear brown hats, and I'm always like, "What's their thing?" You know, I'd wear a brown hat, but it would blend in too much with my skin tone. Like, <laughs> they'd be like, you see that guy's weird growth on his head?"
0: Yeah, he has a
1: weird tumor coming right out of his crown. So these guys, and another uh, back to the movie. Yes, another thing that made me think it could potentially be a little bit of a comedy is when they're setting up the uh, kidnapping. Mm-hmm. They're like kind of making jokes about the guns that they have and even the guys are kind of like yeah i don't really know what we're doing oh that's
0: rambo over there because he shot into the ceiling yeah and
1: and they make it seem like this is going to be the first of many heists yeah they took it so lightly heineken but no like just right off the bat they're like we should do one practice round and then steal steal heineken kidnap mr heineken you know they should have just stopped at that first bank robbery (laughs) it looked like they had a lot of money whatever happened to that money no clue
0: Maybe they just used it to get the uh, materials to build this little safe house
1: for Heineken, and maybe we're shitty Americans. Yeah, did that money look like Monopoly money to you? Yeah, all the (laughs) vibrant colors. Anytime when I was in England, I I would like pay stuff, and I would would just like hand the cashier like four or five bills and uh-huh. they'd be like oh no it's only 22 and, and they'd like hand me back like four of the bills and i'd be like i honestly don't know what i have in my hand so thanks yeah. i'd be the guy that would pay for something and would be like keep
0: the change and they'd be, they'd be like you're actually like a few pounds short and i'm like i don't fucking know the currency here
1: <laughs> that happened to me at Seven Eleven the other day i could have sworn i was <laughs> paying for beer and i could have sworn he said uh uh, twenty one something. So I gave him twenty one something, and then he was like, "No, it's eleven something." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, give me back the fiver then." And then he gave me back the twenty that I gave him. So now he only has five dollars in his hand, and I have the twenty back in my hand. And I was like, "No, this isn't right." And so I we switch, and then he gives me coins, and I thought that was all my change. And so I started walking, in, and I realized, hey. Uh, he, he owes me four dollars but i'm already in my car so i'm like oh fuck it whatever but then this girl comes i was like hey he, he says he owes you more money so now i have to go back into Seven Eleven to go get it was quite the comedy of errors it's like you were politely robbed <laughs> it was, everybody was trying to be so nice but everybody me the cashier the person behind me the guy in the gas pump next to me felt everyone was so awkward about it like dude yeah i literally what do just, you like, say? drove away and was in my car like I can drive off a cliff now, especially during this time where you have to be six feet apart, wear a mask. How do you? It's harder to communicate already. Because at first I was like, no, 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 and then the person's like, no. He he says he has to give you more money. And I was like, mum, m- more money? Oh, oh. Because no
0: one wants to be the guy that has to help you out with math. A grown man, like, excuse me.
1: Um, I was behind you in line. He has more money for you. <laughs> a couple of things. Back to this movie. Back to the movie. A couple of things that they don't go as far into that I would have liked to have seen, Hmm. was their dad's relationship with Mr. Heineken. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) Because in the beginning, it seems like his dad hates Mr. Heineken, but then after they kidnap him, the dad's like, oh, if I find these guys who kidnapped him... I'm gonna kill them. So it's like, wait, does he have a gay love for Mr. Heineken? There's
0: something going on. There is unfleshed relationships
1: in this movie. This should have been, and this might be the... It can't be that bad staple, but... A seven-part miniseries.
0: Movie producers out there and writers, stop- Hire
1: us. Yeah, hire us. Stop making movies, first of all. Make miniseries. Listen, Scorsese. Listen, Christopher Nolan. Listen, Tarantino. Listen, Josh Brolin. Listen, Sandler. Listen, Mom. Stop making movies.
0: Start making Netflix miniseries.
1: Seven to ten, short, one to one hour, 15 minute- episodes
0: or 14 30 minute episodes
1: or 22 15 minute episodes so you can run it on CBS ABC with commercials like a 30 minute sitcom and everything will flow or 60 1 minute shorts or <laughs> 1000 <000 laughs> no 30 second vines vines yo did you see westworld season 7 on vine episode 52 or 54 no uh episode 367 i think so is that the one where everyone dies no i haven't
0: gotten that far it's the one where anthony hopkins blinks and then it fades to black
1: that blink you know what that blink means
0: Uh, he's
1: gay (laughs) what a twist Back to the movie. <laughs> they kidnap Anthony Hopps, and he uh, does his mental jujitsu on these guys and totally <laughs> works it on one of them. One of the idiots is totally falling for it. Would have been me. And I felt bad for how, how – because th- that's the guy who cracks, right? Or is that the kid? I can't tell because they're all wearing <laughs> the masks. masks and they all have British really accents. Good masks.
0: <laughs> really good. One of the guys with the masks cuts the eye holes way too big that if you were to just tug on where it's connected, you would see his entire face.
1: <laughs> you know what, though? I often see people in ski masks and think to myself, I'm seeing all of the things that can identify you. Your mm-hmm. eyes, your lips. I don't really need to see your nose to identify you. I don't you. need to see your hairline. I don't to need sk- to see your ears. <laughs> I got you literally, down. You're literally giving me the only things I need to re- to know. for if- what, what are the most identifying things about a person? Well, uh-huh. their eyes, their lips, their mouth, <laughs> the way they talk. And they even halfway through give up changing their voice in this film. Because even the guy's like, you're not using the voice changer. And Jim Sturgis is like, straight up. Fuck the voice changer. Dude, they bought that, used it
0: for a third of the time that Anthony Hobbs was kidnapped, and they just threw that thing away. And
1: literally even make a point to be like, no, no, not anymore. And even Anthony Hopkins is like, really? You're not going to do that anymore? All right. I guess you are as stupid as you look. These guys are bad kidnappers. One thing that I would like to keep in mind, if I ever get kidnapped, I hope I'm as cool as Anthony Hopkins is. We've seen a couple of films now where people play it really cool having um, like life or death Wagged in their face like yes. a dog's tail, Um, but Hops plays it the coolest.
0: So cool, actually. One of the best scenes in this film was the scene where he
1: is almost breaking, where he's just yes. yelling when he's trying to talk. I thought that they 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 should have killed the driver. Yeah, yeah, because that would or, have been. Or a... if not, or if not, made it seem like that to Anthony Hops. Mm-hmm. They should have like because throughout all of his kidnapping, Anthony Hopkins had the power. And they didn't do anything to break them of it. And if there's anything I know about reading about our CIA black sites in uh, in the Middle East, the first thing you do is break them in torture.
0: Do you think they... Okay, if they were too soft to kill the driver that they had also kidnapped, do you think it would have been a wise decision to like cut off a finger and then show it to Anthony Hopkins and then show it to the police? They probably didn't...
1: I Honestly, this is what I would have done. Okay, go ahead. Okay. As a true crime fan, not admitting to any guilt here. Okay. I would have, just like when he opened the two doors to let them talk, I would have gone in there, grabbed the driver, and roughed him up so it seems like we're taking him out. Then I would have removed him from that spot and put him in a different building altogether. Whoa. And then anytime Anthony Hopkins asks about him, we tell him, nothing. We don't mm-hmm. tell him that he's alive. We don't tell him that he's dead. We literally tell him nothing.
0: They were playing it smart at first when they were sh- not speaking
1: at all. That was very, that is the best way to do it. Even when, even even to the point where Jim Sturgis is sitting around the corner and he takes his mask off, mm-hmm. even that's okay because I would even do that to kind of play with them to make them think like you can. I, I'm going to let you think that you're going to be close to seeing my face.
0: Like you can confide in me. Like this is yeah, me. But but you're not up.
1: actually getting anything from no. me here. I would have given him certain books. Um, like oh I would have gosh. given him certain books. I would have broken him over time. Like I would have given him books about people who were alone in the woods. I would have given him books about people who were stuck on islands. I would have given him books about people who were in prison. I wouldn't have given him something that would give him hope. Also, I would have
0: put up a TV and the only movie that would be playing would be like the Blair Witch Project or something <laughs> that would just torture the fuck out of him. Well, and then the music. I
1: would I would, I would. would play music that he, Choose that a he song. asked.
0: Choose a song. I
1: would let him oh. pick music except for the songs when I go in. The music okay. changes right before I go in. So you're trying so to do like- Every time the music changes, he knows I'm about to go in there. You're doing classical conditioning is what I, it is. I, I want him to understand because, because throughout this entire kidnapping, Anthony Hopkins understood that he was the smartest man in the room. Yes. And he has to know if I'm in charge here, he has to understand that he's not in charge here anymore.
0: These kidnappers were fucking up as they were being more
1: transparent with their emotions. Like the moment yeah. Sam Worthington went in there- With the knife. With the knife. That's I, when and and that's when Anthony Hopkins kind of realized too that they were, that he was getting to them.
0: Mm-hmm. He was like, "These guys aren't as professional as I had thought."
1: No, and they're not. This is an interesting origin story in the sense that you don't ever see gangsters learn how they became gangsters. Yes, and I did like that where you see them make these mistakes, but I also would have liked to have seen how those mistakes transformed them into a good gangster. I was getting
0: goosebumps because like this was it was horrific. Like watching them come up with a plan to kidnap Mister Heineken, yeah, and like be so nonchalant about it at times, and like them like cheering when they noticed that the room was soundproof and they couldn't hear anything. Them buying the handcuffs that was freaking me the fuck out. I was like, this actually happens. People like scout. Uh, you you know how you were talking yeah. about mob films and like it's a very slow process. They were outside of Mister Heineken's spot for days. hours yeah. and days. Yeah just to kind of like understand his routine, that was scaring me. I was like, because that's that's real. This nice process target. is real. Them learning... And becoming, gaining this kind of evil trait of like planning a kidnapping was real and scary.
1: Oh yeah, it's definitely, I mean, you know, have you, ever, you do know who Richard Chase is? No. He was, he's a serial killer, also known as the Night Stalker. And what he would do is he would literally watch people until they go into their room or into their house alone. Mm. And then he'd watch you for days and then he'd go into your house and like live in your house for a couple of hours You're before giving he killed goosebumps.
0: you. Yeah, well, he's dead now. So, me, dude. Uh, it happened.
1: So he's a ghost? <laughs> so it's even worse. <laughs> it's, he could walk through walls. Um, look, this is a very interesting film. It's not Arkansas. No, it's not. It's not Goodfellas. No, it's not. But it is a very interesting take on.
0: Well, like kidnapping? Oh. The behind the scenes of a kidnapping?
1: On the coming of age of a gangster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of the, of that's the, a good way to put coming it. Coming into your own cuz where where in Goodfellas and and The Godfather and, and Scarface where you see how a rough upbringing leads to a hard life. It is. This film kind of takes just the the fork in the road moment. Mm-hmm. Just that pivotal giant thing that really made them all say you know what this is the life we've decided to have this is the life we're gonna live it's
0: it's crazy there was like a flashback scene with uh core the main character talking with his uh girlfriend when they're
1: and gonna look at houses
0: looking at houses and uh she says to him like you you never want to get a regular job huh and
1: uh, he, that i actually that part kind of gave me goosebumps because I, yeah. I really kind of identified with that you know, Jim Sturgis is playing this character, Core, where he has such a idea that he deserves so much more than the life that he has. Mm-hmm. He works hard. He does things that he can. He does what he can with what he has. And yet it's not good enough for what he believes he should have. So he yeah. goes out of his way to do these things, not necessarily the right things, but the things he thinks are going to afford him the life that he can give to his wife and future kids. That's what they did good with this movie. They set it up. They portrayed these characters like Core
0: to be relatable, to be understandable, where you could kind of see what their struggles are. And what their hopes and dreams are, and as to why they take this very extreme direction in order
1: to get some money. Did this film have us fall for Stockholm syndrome?
0: Um, if it's Anthony
1: Hopkins, dude, like, if I, it was... I mean, I mean, like, because, like, look at us here. We we have defended the, these kidnappers. Yeah, these men who are sentenced to prison for eleven years for this crime.
0: Because they made it relatable. Not that I would ever do it. But this movie was like a, a peek into their lives to understand why they would do it. It's not necessarily that I'm condoning their actions, but I could see where they're coming from.
1: You know, I do think it's funny that one of the jokes they throw around is that like, oh, well, who kidnapped Mr. Heineken? They're like, I know who. Budweiser.
0: <laughs> I like that. It was the bartender at the regular bar that they go to.
1: I wish they would have done. I wish they would have just taken the Michael Bay route pain and gain and made it a funny kidnapping story.
0: Yeah. A little, because,
1: because few more it, explosions. Yeah. Because it wasn't. As accurate as I think they would have wanted it to be, and it was
0: a little short lived. It just came like right under your expectations for an hour and a
1: half. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a fun ride.
0: It is it is fun. I will say that,
1: but it could have been funnier or
0: more intense. There's a little more room for growth, a little more potential there. But Anthony Hopkins, he does a phenomenal job. You know, it's it's him. Yeah, he, has he, those he little made a mountain. small nuances. Yes. Yeah,
1: in his little roles, he's literally in one and like asking just to like he's like well. I'm gonna be here for a while, so why don't you go get me a bathrobe and some slippers and a shaving kit, a mirror, so confident, uh, and so some calm. glasses.
0: He was just peeved, was all it was. Like you just, just, uh, if I'm gonna be here for a few weeks, just. Let's be f- comfortable. Yeah. Let's they make men- this easy. They
1: mentioned it after this film that Heineken went on to go ahead and, and found one of the most prestigious security firms yeah. after this was done.
0: After being kidnapped, that's very smart of him.
1: You know, and that makes sense. I think a lot of things uh, are developed like that because you don't really realize that you need to have this type of high-level security until you get kidnapped for $20 million.
0: Yes. Yes. That's I a mean, lot of money. All did the you- Sorry, go ahead. I, I was
1: just going to say, did you catch the glimmer of incredible acting from anthony hopkins when they hadn't paid yet
0: mm-hmm. and he
1: kind of has this moment of like well it's because i'm the boss and, I, and i'm not there to tell them to pay so they don't really know
0: yeah. what
1: to do um he's he doesn't know why they didn't pay he's yeah. thinking that maybe they're not gonna pay yeah he's thinking of all of the strategies as to why they haven't paid yet
0: and when he finds out that it's the deadline and they haven't paid yet his are you talking about that moment mm-hmm. of realization mm-hmm. where he's just like whoa this is, this is different. I'm used to having all of the power. I'm used to being in control. And now I don't know what's happening. Anthony Hopkins took that in a great direction.
1: It's a great film. Truly, uh, uh, like, if this was a senior film <laughs> for your college thesis, Jim Sturgis, I-, I hope you graduated top of your class. I hope you're Magna a
0: Yes. For sure, one of the two. Um,
1: are those two different? Yeah, those are two different things. Yeah, I
0: think Magna Cum Laude is uh, right, right. Uh, is third, second? There's Auditorian,
1: then there's Salutatorian.
0: And then Magna Cum Laude?
1: I think that, I think...
0: And then there's Alumni. <laughs> then,
1: I think there's Magna Cum Laude, and then Magna Cum softly <laughs> hey
0: um <laughs> never <laughs> 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 hey guys, opened there's school.
1: a reason why you listen to the show and i am making it worth it uh do you have a best person outside of what anthony hopkins dude i'm so sorry that's a cop
0: out but how can it not be
1: um because jim sturgis is also doing a great job he's
0: doing a great job but i still have to give it to a Hops.
1: i want to give it to jim sturgis because he really does a depth a, an in-depth character who who, and I want to get to this point real quick, when he makes the mistake of calling on the phone and mm-hmm. giving that phone number, when he realizes that he made that mistake, and he has to go tell Sam Worthington that he did, that he that that they're compromised, so broken. Yeah. Such a great grammar of acting.
0: Great acting. Sam Worthington, I do want to give an honorary mention to because mm-hmm. he was very intimidated. But he's
1: doing the same, same same thing. That's a very him character. Jim mm-hmm. Sturgis, I think, is doing something out of his wheelhouse like that's uh that's normal for his palette yes i guess i haven't seen enough of him to
0: really understand like his typecast quite yet i've only seen clash of the titans i haven't seen anything else really that he's in uh, pretty much clash of the titans. what other what other? you said he's terminator avatar. salvation avatar. and avatar and i barely remember that film okay okay you have a point
1: avatar is such a crazy film to me, real quick because i know we're ending up but it's like one of the highest grossing films in history right but i don't know anybody who paid money to see that film because i watched it illegally on the internet
0: I watched it legally in theaters, Oh, as everyone should have, because it was but, a big how, movie. But how many times?
1: Once? Once. Okay. The only movie- So how did it get so much money then? Who's seen this a lot movie over and, people, and over and over and over, I, and, over, and, over and, I, and over and over again?
0: No clue. Was it like the first of its kind at the time? It was uh, because they were able to blend in real it's people Ferngoli. with- I guess. I guess. I mean, did you like the movie?
1: No. It's Ferngoli.
0: Wow, you really didn't, because I thought it—I thought it was a blast. <laughs> the only movie that I've seen, okay, three times in theaters, and it was against my own will, was Inception. Because well, I saw it the first time when it came out, uh-huh. and then like
1: didn't get it. No, I yeah, I mean I, I you looked got, on the internet. Shut up! You got Inception off the first time you watched it. No, fuck that.
0: No, okay, okay, hell okay, okay, no. Okay. I kept on looking at that spinning thing at the end, and I was like, "What does it mean?" But. I had groups of friends that wanted to watch it again. And I happened to be hanging out with them. And then I had another group of friends. I was like, we haven't seen it yet. You want to go see it? And I was like, no. And they're like, you got to go see it anyway. And so I did. And by the third time, I kind of got it.
1: I watched Avengers Endgame twice in the same day. And ended up watching it that's, four times in theaters. That's half. of What? That's so much. I watched. Um, that's so many hours.
0: It's uh, like a three-hour film.
1: Yeah, it was a long time. And what was the other? Uh, Joker, I saw... Three times in theaters, mm. and I also there was another one that I saw a bunch in theaters. It's a good one to watch. Uh, maybe it was Infinity War. I saw also three times in theaters. Gosh, there was a moment in time where uh, there I was going to movies like when I first walked out of Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, I remember walking out of those films thinking that they were pretty um, immaculate films. Very, very well done even if you're not a fan of like superhero films you're like oh i think it's kind of corny The guy in tights of course he wins yeah bro hey every movie's fucking fake dude of course he wins that's just how movies work um but they're very well done Mm -hmm. so there was a point in time where i was watching these films in theaters and thinking to myself i want to keep seeing these films in theaters because i'm never going to get a chance to see them on this level in this way again So, so i respect that Endgame. One, I wanted to see it by myself in theaters in that moment because I wanted to have that moment with Marvel because I have that deep-seated connection with it. And then the second time I went to see it, I wanted to see it as a cinema talk, as a person who loves cinema, I Wanted to go see it and enjoy it for the uh, uh, for the experience of watching it.
0: So you put on different hats, figuratively, while you were no, watching No, actually,
1: I, I had a top hat the first time I watched it. Hey,
0: move your top hat. I can't <laughs> I, see.
1: I wore a fedora the second time.
0: Oh, that's fine. And
1: then I wore uh, a fez the third time.
0: <laughs> what? What's a fez? <laughs> you know, like those little
1: hats that has like a little tassel?
0: <laughs> hey, move your fez. Fucking. You, can't look. see. And you're already tall.
1: Uh, Christian, what do you rate this film?
0: I'm going to give it a... I'll give it a 3.5.
1: I'm going to give it a four. Bonkers.
0: Okay. Bonkers. Good way for you.
1: 3.5 for me. I think this is, Um, you should watch this film immediately after watching Uncut Gems.
0: Why is that? I don't see the connection. Um,
1: you know, I just like those Just a thing films. to say. Just <laughs> a nice way to end the episode. <laughs> give him some homework for the week. Just watch some hey guys, Uncut Gems. Watch one lowly rated film and watch Kidnapping Mr. Heineken. Oh! I'm just kidding. Uh, no, honestly, wow. watch this film and Uncut Gems. Uh, Adam Sandler should have gotten an Academy Award. That's uh, where I'm going to do my mic drop. Yeah,
0: um, and I'll do my mic drop to top off on that. Adam Sandler, since he wasn't nominated, has uh, has struck back at Hollywood and has made another deal with Netflix saying that he'll drop six more bonkers, bonkers, Shitty quote unquote films just to get back at Hollywood. And one of them is Wrong Missy. So expect five more.
1: And you guys know what happens when when filmmakers make movies out of spite. You get Cat in the Hat and Love Guru. Yep. And that's our time, folks. Uh see you later. That's a real fact, not an uh, Alejandro yeah. fact.
0: Uh rate and review us. Uh follow us on Instagram. Rate me, please. Rate us. Bye. We can't be that bad oh We can't be that bad. Oh. It can't be that bad oh. That bad